I'm Nicholas Quartz, and this is Night, Episode 2. First off, main events. In the beginning of Chapter 4, Ezekiel and his father arrive at Buna, a new camp. Veterans there welcomed them and told them that Buna was one of the better camps, that, as said on page 47, one can hold one's own there. There, they were assigned to the musician's block, and told to work in a warehouse of electrical materials. The capo of the warehouse, Idek, was known to be generally easygoing, other than his quote-unquote fits of madness. Another main event was when the American planes bombed the camp. The text states that every bomb filled up with joy. In chapter 4, hangings were introduced, in which all residents of the camp would surround the gallows where a prisoner would be condemned for his actions and killed. On the last day of the year, the Jews had Rosh Hashanah, a religious celebration and praising of God. Ezekiel questioned his faith in this time, and for the first time, he began to doubt and detest God. There was also selection, in which prisoners were selected to be killed as they were no longer of use. While Ezekiel passed, his father did not, and they thought it would be the last time they ever saw each other. Thankfully, in the more specific selections, out of the already selected, his father was not picked. Another main event was when the residents of Buna were evacuated as the battlefront was too close to the camp. All of the Jews were forced to run for hours until they got into an abandoned village where they could rest and sleep. Sadly, many of them never woke up. Last, the SS officers had another round of selection and then shoved the remaining Jews into topless cattle cars to be shipped to the center of Germany. As far as new characters, one could mention Idek, the capo of Ezekiel's warehouse, but there are no major or leading characters introduced in chapters 4 through 6. Idek was kind of a bigger character than others, but he was quickly dismissed uh, throughout these chapters. Um, in these chapters, both Ezekiel and his father question and doubt their once uncontested culture. Also, Ezekiel and his father's bond is further strengthened through events such as selection, in which Ezekiel's father always manages to find a way out, but not after wondering if it will be the last time he sees his son. Next, we welcome the young man who was hanged for stealing to our show. When did you steal? When would there possibly be an opportune time in which you aren't being watched? I stole during the American air raid when everyone was told to hide inside and the SS officers weren't at their posts. Did you think there was any chance of you being caught? I definitely did, but this was probably the most opportune time to do it. Then why did you go ahead and take the risk? Because my life wasn't worth much. The Germans had been at it for a long time. They depleted me and my friends to nothing, and they didn't seem to be slowing down anytime soon. I was going to die one more way or another. Do you think you deserved your punishment? Definitely not. To be hanged for stealing? That's over the line. But of course, these are the same people who burn people to death if they aren't fit to work. It's not like it was a surprise. What do you think they should have done instead? Well, if we lived in a civilized world, then maybe to be in jail for half a year or so. But obviously, these people aren't at all civilized. In the camp, I think that this was no surprise to anyone. Any kind of rebellion against the control they have is monumental, not only to the Nazis, but also to the other Jews. 
It gives them a bit of hope, which the officers immediately want to do away with. Before you were hanged, you screamed out, Long live liberty, my curse on Germany, my curse. Do you think you inspired others with your short rebellion before your death? Do you think you influenced anyone? I sure hope so. I wanted to give them a sense that not only I was truly a free person, but them as well. Unfortunately, even if I had inspired others, their short ounces of hope were definitely destroyed once I was killed in front of their eyes. In other words, even if I did inspire anyone, inspiration soon dwindled out. Throughout the novel, Ezekiel made many life-changing and important choices. In the beginning of chapter 4, a man is insistent that Ezekiel gives him his gold crown. Ezekiel consults with his father about this, and they decide not to, thinking that the man won't pressure Ezekiel. Choices like these can cause major consequences, as a man ends up beating his father until Ezekiel gives up his gold crown. Another choice the main character made was when he chose not, when he chose not to join the other Jews when they praised God on the last day of the year, Rosh Hashanah. This was important, as Ezekiel's religion had been the center of his life in his past years. To give up his religion was to give up a part of himself, but he did so because he didn't believe in or trust that part of himself anymore. When his camp had to be evacuated, Ezekiel had an injured foot. He had the option to stay at the camp because of his injury and not join the others who were evacuating. He chose to evacuate with his father, though, because he decided that he didn't want to split up with him. Although this caused him much pain in terms of, of his foot, it was nothing that he couldn't handle after the previous abuse he had suffered. Yet another important choice Ezekiel made was when he was trapped underneath bodies as he entered the abandoned village on the way to evacuate Buna. He could have stayed there and died, which seemed inviting since he could avoid any more pain, but thoughts of his father pushed him to struggle his way out. The same kind of circumstance occurred when he tried to go to sleep after lying down with his father at the village. However, he chose not to sleep, as he knew that this could possibly result in death, and he couldn't possibly leave his father alone. In most circumstances, his choices were greatly affected by his love and wanting to be with his father. I have a couple thoughts on the book. I'm wondering how many Jews are even left, now that so many seem to have been picked off. Also, if the battlefront is so close to Buna that they were evacuating to the center of Germany, wouldn't it also be very close to other camps? Wouldn't these camps also be evacuated to the center of Germany? And when they say the center of Germany, do they already have a camp there or are they shoving them into a newly made camp or are they being put into a ghetto like in the beginning of the novel? Last, I wonder how Ezekiel and his father haven't given up. Not only their physical state, but their mental state has been completely destroyed. There seems to be nothing to live for but each other. But wouldn't they realize the chances of one of them dying are so high that it might be smarter to die together and not have to have one bear the pain of the other's death? Continuing from that, I'm pretty sure that Ezekiel's father is going to die. And yet, how has Ezekiel survived to write this book? Because how would he have ever survived if the one thing that pushed him to survive was gone? Well, that's it. Thank you for joining me on episode 2 of Night.